opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Florida Department of Health, Escambia County. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake Walker. My guest this morning, the Florida Department of Health, Marie Mott, the administrator for uh, FDOH, and uh, her guest, Angel Bradley, from Tobacco Free Florida in Escambia County, uh, talking about heart health today. Right, guys? How are y'all doing? That's right. We're going to put the boom boom into your heart this morning. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. That was a great bumper. Yeah, thank you for that suggestion there. Uh, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, my my heart feels great. I'm full. I, I my cup runneth over this morning. So I hope uh, that's the same for you. And uh, and what do we, let's talk about that heart health today because it's so important. Of, of course. So mm-hmm. yes, February always is National Heart Month, and I'm sure you've heard that several times this month. But it it never hurts to reinforce it. Um, healthy hearts start with healthy habits. Uh, so there's a lot of things we can do to improve our heart health or to promote our heart health. Um, and uh, we'll talk about a few of those things. I think I want to start with Dr. Bradley, who's here with us today from Tobacco Free Florida in Escambia County. I don't think a lot of people are really fully aware of the impact that tobacco, all kinds of tobacco, has on our heart health. So I'm going to let Angel do a little bit of talking. We'll have a conversation and then we'll maybe move on to some other topics. Yes, definitely. So speaking of heart health, um, many times we think of bad habits such as poor eating habits, Um, hereditary, but tobacco. Tobacco contributes a lot to the heart. Mm. Um, And speaking of which, just this week alone, we are commemorating what's called Through With Chew Week, um, which is... Through With The Chew. Yes, Through With Chew. So Mm. when we think of tobacco, a lot of times individuals think of just cigarettes, but they tend to forget about smokeless tobacco. Mm. Um, So Through With Chew Week, this week, Um, It's always celebrated the third full week in February. So for us this year, it's the 18th through the 24th. Mm. Um, And the goal of Through With Chew Week is to simply raise awareness about the dangers of smokeless tobacco to the general public. Now, it's a common misconception, me being one of them, uh, that I think, oh, well, you know, chewing tobacco probably doesn't have anything to do with your lungs or your heart. It's all in your mouth, right? Like that could cause oral cancers and and sores and things like that. But that's not true, right? Correct. Though it does have a lot to do with the mouth, it actually affects the overall body as a whole. Mm. Um, Through with chew, I'm sorry, smokeless tobacco Mm -hmm. in general, it contains 28 compounds that have been linked to cancers in the mouth, esophagus, and even the pancreas. Um, So even smokeless tobacco in general, it also leads to gum disease Mm -hmm. and heart disease. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Through with chew. Yes. I'm definitely down with that. Yeah. Anything we can do to get these tobacco products out of the hands of our kids and just make it make it something gross that people just, you know, refer to as, oh, that's something people did back in the day. Right. But it's not, we don't use tobacco anymore. You know, I want that to be a reality for us. Definitely. Especially for our youth. Um, They are our future. And a lot of times the youth population does not realize the effects that 
that tobacco in general has on their bodies. Um, so the development of the brain circuits that control attention, um, learning and addiction. So tobacco itself is just very harmful to our youth population because they are still in the development phase mm. of life. And is that mainly because of the nicotine? Definitely. That is that's because the brain, of the nicotine. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what gets your brain and yeah, those early development, even uh, side stream smoke, right? Like right. secondhand. Secondhand, even thirdhand smoke. Mm, a lot of yeah. times people don't realize there is a such thing as thirdhand smoke. Wow. So even though you may not walk through, you know, that cloud of smoke, um, if you sit on a couch, if you touch a door handle or anything of that nature where oh. a person was smoking in it's, that area it's just everywhere yeah, yeah. third hand smoke wow. yeah i think i think Feeling. everybody knows a, a grandma or a grandpa or an aunt and uncle when they go to their house to visit you can see the nicotine dripping off of the walls and yep. the windows because they just chain smoke in there constantly yes. it changes um, the color of the wall ugh. yes yeah disgusting. that's rough yeah that's a, that's a horrible habit and uh, I, I really feel for anybody struggling with that uh, today and I know we focus a lot, especially on Three with Two Week, on the youth, but it's never too late. It's, it's great to never start, but it's never too late to quit. Right. So, you know. So that's definitely one of the premises behind the week, um, just to raise awareness, to educate, to encourage someone to quit. Um, here in the state of Florida, we do have an absolutely free program. Um, it's called Quit Now Program, where it's cessation. Um, an individual can either do web quit chat quit, face-to-face um, -face quit at their local health department. So here in Escambia County, we do have a cessation course that is offered one hour once a week on Thursdays at the Department of Health. Oh. Um, they can also do chat to quit, um, or they can do phone-based quit, which is one eight seven seven. the letter U, can now. one eight seven seven. U. the letter U, can now. Yes. And is this just somebody sitting there going, don't smoke, quit, don't smoke? Like, what, what, what do people get when they go to, to web quit or, or the phone quit? Um, they're, they're matched. It's conversational. Like a sponsor, um, yes. in a way. That's great. Yes, in a way. Um, they're, they're encouraged to quit. It's definitely not a don't quit, this is why you should not. It's more of an, an encouragement, a motivation mm. as to why you should. Um, also, just, you know, providing that piece to be a, a resource to that individual as well um, to, to help them along their journey. Because mm. it is a journey. On right. average, the average smoker or the average tobacco user, it takes them eight to ten times to attempt to quit before they successfully do. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a strong addiction right there. It Definitely. really is. Uh, if you have questions this morning... Let us know, 437-1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Marie Mott and Dr. Angel Bradley are my guests this morning. Thank you so much for being here, guys. This is such great information that everybody should hear this morning. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, in keeping with our heart health theme today, um, I want to talk a little bit about a new program that we've launched, and I think we've talked about it the last couple of months, but it, it bears repeating. Um, a chronic disease self-management program that we've started at the health department. We've got two groups. These are, this is a free six-week in-person class. It meets once a week. Um, and we've got a group starting in March and then another one in May. This information is on our website in our calendar or events listing. Um, but it is, a, um, like I said, a six-week guided program on skills on how to self-manage chronic conditions um, some of those being uh, heart disease and high blood pressure, which impacts heart health as well. 
um, as well as physical and mental health conditions, diabetes, which also has a heart connection, mm. um, and, um, and arthritis. So, um, and if you have another chronic disease, you know, give us a call. And I, I imagine that some of the skills that we're talking about in these programs will help manage that chronic disease as well. Um, some of the topics of discussion include uh, healthy eating, physical activity and exercise, um, problem solving, and, and action planning, goal setting type stuff. Um, which is, you know, no matter what chronic condition you have, you're always going to have a challenge that you need to problem solve with. Um, and then pain management and medication usage as well. So you can um, register by calling our um, health educators. And we have a couple of numbers on the website, but I'm going to give those to you real quick right now. Um, 850-316-2754. That's 316-2754 or 850-316-2756. That's 316-2756. So you can register either one of those numbers for uh, March 12th through April 16th or May 14th to June 18th. Okay. Yeah. Register now. Call 316-2754 or 316-2756. And again, you know, chronic diseases are, are something that um, are always a little bit of a challenge for, for just about, you know, we all have some issues that we're working with. Um, and, and any of these skills that we can pick up and learn to better manage those and keep us more compliant with the doctor recommendations and make us just feel a little bit better emotionally and mentally, all, you know, all of those kind of things are important to maintaining good long-term health or, or promoting your health or improving your health, which is our mission at the health department. So. And a lot of the times it just helps just to talk to somebody who's going through a similar situation. You know, they may not have all the answers. You may, you know, it depends on, on what your situation is, but just hearing from somebody that goes, you know, I, I struggle with that too. And this is how I think about it. This is how I approach it. And sometimes that can just be worth its weight in gold, really. Right. right. So. And that's one of the beautiful things about these cohort programs is, is it's not necessarily somebody standing at the front of the room that may or may not know what you're going through and telling right. you stuff. Um, you're with a group of people and you share your solutions and you work mm -hmm. together to find solutions. Uh, we started this a few years ago with our diabetes prevention, uh, which is what we call now reset. Um, and we have that information on our website as well. Um, and so this is kind of the next iteration is expanding it to other types of chronic conditions that we want people to be able to manage and have, achieve their, their best health, mm -hmm. you know, and, and best life. Yeah. Positive health outcomes are getting more and more difficult. I think as we, uh, you know, as we all age and as, you know, food products and artificial flavors and colors and all that. Uh, and, you know, like we said before, the nicotine, the vapes, all these things that kids are starting to put in their bodies, they have no idea what's in this stuff and right. they don't know where it came from. They just see it at a gas station. Somebody gives it to them at school um, you know, there's all, all kinds of things uh, that we have to watch out for. Um, what do you see as our major, uh, uh, challenges with, with health in this area, particularly, uh, moving forward? What do you think are some of the bigger challenges, especially with our youth? Well, oh, that's a, that's a big question. Sorry, I put you, I put you on the spot there, but yeah, I just. So I do, we do see a lot of issues with tobacco usage in right. youth and we, we tend to target youth a lot, um, with our tobacco programs and awareness and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so I, I would, I would say that's probably one of the top of the list. Um, and we have, actually, we have a community health assessment and improvement plan that, that we do, um, on a cyclical basis. So we're right in the middle of, um, we just launched a new community health improvement plan and, uh, you know, our, 
our priorities there include uh, mental health, substance abuse, and that runs the, the all ages. You know. Right. And that's kind of where I was going with that is just the, the mental health aspect of it yeah. right. uh, with social media and, you know, kids kind of living in this uh, artificial world, you know, online, and then they can still get bullied and feel horrible about themselves when it's not even real. And uh, yeah, the mental health aspect, I think, is, is really important. So yeah. thank you guys for what you do. If you have questions this morning, 437-1620, let us know because this time goes by quickly. We only have a few few minutes left here. Um, but heart health and tobacco, I really it just really is surprising when you're, you're talking about, you know, smokeless tobacco, because I know a lot of people back in the day were like, oh, well, you know, I don't smoke anymore because I, I can't do that damage to my body. But, you know, they'll put dip right. in their mouth and uh, they're like, well, you know, I'll just... I'll deal with the, the effects of the, the mouth cancers and things like that if I have to, but they think that they're doing so much better for their lungs, but actually, you know, your heart is going to take a, and you said your, uh, your pancreas as well? Yes, pancreas. Wow. Um, tobacco affects the entire body right? Um, because it can get in the bloodstream, and mm. of course we know the blood travels everywhere throughout the body. Yep. Um, like you stated, even the fact that that is a huge myth um, that, Smokeless tobacco is less harmful than mm-hmm. actual smoking, um, just as the vape. Yeah, right now. vape is not as sa- yeah, it's yeah. not safe either. Yeah. Not, definitely not safe. Yeah. Um, even sometimes we have some of our old school physicians, as we call them, who they will recommend a smokeless alternative or even the vaping to help wean a person off of actually smoking cigarettes. Right. Which is it's not a healthy option. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, back to our you can quit program. Yes, um, and uh, and the different options that we have to help people quit whatever type of tobacco they use. But, um, but yeah, that smokeless tobacco actually, I'm, I'm I'm sure there are multiple layers of injury that come from smokeless tobacco. But I mean, you mentioned the getting into the bloodstream and the vascular damage, but also the gum disease. So yes. mm-hmm. we also know there's a link between gum disease and heart disease. Mm. Um, for you know, for various reasons, including if you have open access to bacterial ways to enter the bloodstream that way too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's just many ways that tobacco can can damage us that we don't really realize when we're thinking about well, we're not smoking it. So, right, um, it's it's all it's all kind of injurious to us. Mm. So. And you mentioned uh, your program for diabetes is now called Reset. Reset. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You can find that at their website. What's the best website for people to go to? Um, our website is uh, escambiahealth.com is the website we market. Okay. So that, the official website is escambia.floridahealth.gov, but it take, escambiahealth.com will take you there. Right. It just rolls off the tongue. Um, and yeah. it's so much easier <laughs> to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or just uh, Google it. You know, so, you'll yeah, find you it. Yeah, Escambia County Health Department, you'll, you'll come right up to it. Uh, we also are on, formerly known as Twitter, X. I call it Twix. Twix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're yes, on Twix at, the at Healthy right. Escambia. <laughs> Just put them together, Twitter and X, Twix. So that's that's kind of a good way of thinking it. Yeah. So, so diabetes. Um, yeah, that's yes, so a huge issue right now uh, with all of the sports drinks and the, the, the energy bams and the monsters and the, all those. Oh, man, the amount of sugar and carbohydrates in those things is just really unreal. Yeah, diabetes has, has been a long-term problem. In Which leads to so many other and, health issues. And really is kind yeah. of an issue that, that is connected to so many other issues, and mm-hmm. heart disease is one of them. Right. So um, people with diabetes are at higher risk for heart attack um, and other heart injuries. So uh, like I said, we have our diabetes prevention program, which is if you are, we don't want to call it pre-diabetes, have pre-diabetes, but that's kind of what 
the term that used to be used. Right. But at risk for diabetes, um, you know, can give you, again, some of those skills to help prevent that from progressing into a diabetic condition. So um, you can find out more about that on our website as well. Um, under our wellness programs, we have the reset program. And I think it might be on our front page also. Uh, So you can link directly from there. And we usually have cohorts rolling throughout the year for that program. Hmm. And again, that focuses on things like healthy eating, physical activity, um, managing stress. And we we touched on that already, but we really haven't dug into that. But, Hmm. but, um, But stress is one of those things that can certainly aggravate just about any kind of chronic condition definitely so well my uh my parents you know smoke still to this day and i just remember my my dad's job as a contractor and my mom's job as a uh, newspaper publisher stress was extremely high and they used cigarettes just just even the motion of smoking just kind of calmed them down it let them take a break they were able to get away from whatever they were working on just to grab a little smoke you know and it made them feel better but, you know, definitely not the healthiest way to manage stress. Definitely um, But uh, I've been, for pep talk, I always research ways to manage stress, ways to cope with mental illness and things like that. And uh, this big thing I'm into now is uh, sitting in, in stillness, in silence, and, uh, you know, meditating, if you will. Uh, how many times during our busy day do we just sit in complete silence with our thoughts and just take a few deep breaths? I, don't, I think people with high-stress positions, they never have that, you know, until they get home and go to sleep. Uh, and even then, we're probably not getting restorative sleep. So uh, stress can be very, very high right now because everybody's struggling to make ends meet. Everybody's working really hard. Right. So and, and what are some is, other ways that we can reduce this? That is certainly a, a good tip for a healthy habit is just, mm-hmm. you know, taking that minute or yeah. two minutes out of, you know, if you get a 15-minute break, um, you can go for a walk. You can kind mm-hmm. of combine those two two things together or you can, you know, sit in stillness for a couple of minutes yeah. and do some deep breathing. Um, all of those things can kind of help regulate blood pressure and, and mental stress and all those kind of things. So just those happy thoughts, um, for some, it may be music, um, music can help reduce stress if they are music lovers. Um, for others, it may be journaling or coloring, um, things of that nature. Um, For some, it may be reading, um, that's definitely not mine, but <laughs> right. I love to listen to music. When right. I listen to music, it it you know soothes those thoughts. What's your What's your happy. jam right now? What's your favorite thing to listen to? Oh, I love all genres actually. Mm. So any type of music for yeah. me, um, it just puts my body in an instant state of relaxation. I found this new app. Uh, it's called Breathe. And yes. uh, it has these, you know, like, I don't know what they call them, binaural, I think is the word. I don't know if I'm using that correctly, but it's just these, you know, just these tones and these sounds. It's like when you're getting a massage, yes. you know, that, that stuff they play. Man, I'm telling you, I got the best sleep of my life last night listening to that as I went to sleep. So just little things, you know, for yeah. self-care. It, it, it adds up over time. Yeah. And you mentioned last time, I think you were on the show, uh, the, about uh, keeping a food journal. You mentioned mm-hmm. journaling for your mental health, but like you can actually keep track of your food and what you eat in that way. Um, so yeah, keep a journal, write down your thoughts more and just sit in stillness and, and let your thoughts kind of, you know, be your thoughts and just breathe and take it easy for a minute. Yeah. Give ourselves a break. Jeez. And I, <laughs> and I think the important thing is to find that thing that gives you the break. If it's being mm-hmm. in nature or yes. working a jigsaw puzzle or, you know, we have so many different things and mm-hmm. um, just taking that a couple of minutes you know, a couple of times a day for yourself to help bring yourself back into a, a lower stress. That, that right. is a good point and a really good tip. 
And I appreciate you bringing that one up for sure. Yeah, yeah. As I sit here and drink my spiced Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys tried it yet? It's raspberry. It's, it's delicious. It's no. got a lot of sugar in it, though, I can tell. Woo. Haven't tried that one. Yeah, I got to definitely moderate on those. And drinking plenty of water. <laughs> plenty, plenty of water, yes. Um, so. Well, I know we got a couple minutes left, and I did want to touch on something maybe not related to the theme of the day. Um, but this is a, a plug for one of our great community partners, Escambia Emergency Management. Um, they are putting together in Escambia County a program called Hurricane Florida, and that's spelled H-E-R, Hurricane. Um, it is a girls' summer camp that helps rethink and improve outreach and engagement around emergency preparedness. Hmm. Um, and it's part of a movement to empower women and bring greater diversity to the emergency manage management profession and the fields surrounding that and um so what it is is a program that was launched actually in arlington virginia in 2017 and it's been expanding throughout the united states so this will be the first year it's come to escambia county Hmm. need some water my throat's starting to dry out (laughs) it's dry Um, here in the studio and it is going to be a week-long summer camp the week of june the 25th they're going to have I just lost my microphone. This thing falls still there. You're good. Um, so um, they're going to have it uh, the week of June the 25th at the Emergency Operations Center. And they will be putting up a website very soon with information, applications. But it is for girls that are entering the 7th through the ninth grades mm. in the next school year. So August of 2024, 7th, 8th, or ninth grade girls uh, who live in Escambia County. And... Um, it is, uh, I don't know if there's any other requirements, but... But is it free? It's, Does it, it's is there a cost? free. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to look at all my bullet points here, yeah. <laughs> making sure I don't miss anything. Um, to ensure young women in Escambia County become energized about the impacts that they can make in the world of emergencies and disasters. That's great. Um, if, if you've never been to the Emergency Operations Center and you ne- or you know, you know a girl in this category, mm-hmm. Escambia County resident and entering 7th through ninth grade next year, this would be just a really awesome opportunity for them to, uh, to learn a little bit more about that. They also focus on developing and elevating women as leaders in emergency management and related careers. So even if you're not sure you want to go into something like this, it's a great knowledge base to have. And the skills, I think, would translate to other um, opportunities and careers, too. And, so. and those job openings are only going to expand at, at, you know, as this community grows. So that's great to start filling those job positions and getting those people ready. So, great. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, My guests, Marie Mott and Angel, Dr. Angel Bradley from Tobacco Free Florida. Thank you so much for joining us today. Stream us at NewsRadio923.com. NewsRadio923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.